0: Amen. Mm-hmm. Hello and a very Happy New Year to each and every one joining with us online today. My name is Julie Rudd and I'm a member here of Brighton Road Baptist Church and it's my joy to welcome you to worship this morning. We've been given a verse from Scripture as our theme for today and it's taken from Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 13. You were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. This is one of the blessings we receive as followers of Jesus. Paul tells us of this in the first chapter of Ephesians, where he talks of spiritual blessings which we have as followers of the Gospel. Surely, as we stand at the start of this new year, 2021, this can give us hope, encouragement, both as individuals and as a church family as we go forward. We have had a tough year last year, but let's look forward and take this blessing as our motto. We can start our worship today with a true hymn of praise to Almighty God who offers us this hope and this blessing. Let's join together as we sing, Rejoice, the Lord is King. Let us now pray together. First, a prayer for the new year. Lord, you make all things new. You bring hope alive in our hearts and cause our spirits to be born again. Thank you for this new year, for all the potential it holds come and kindle in us a mighty flame, so that in our time many will see the wonders of God and live forever to praise your glorious name. Amen. And now a prayer for our church family as we start 2021. Dear Lord, We know that every family is precious to you, and today we bring our church family before you. We ask that today we may all be aware of how your Holy Spirit dwells amongst us. O Lord, bring your peace where there are concerns or worries. Bring your hope where there is disillusionment or confusion bring your healing where there is hurt or pain we declare that you are lord of this church family and we welcome your peace your hope and your healing here today amen
1: Good morning. 2020 was a dark and difficult year for many of us, but it's my prayer for 2021 that the light of Christ will banish every darkness from our hearts. May God fill you with hope and with faith and with love, and may his glory shine within you. So can I wish you all a very happy new year. May it be one in which you discover and experience God's goodness, In all sorts of wonderful ways. God bless you all.
0: Bible readings are read by Alice Wickisham and Joshua Mukherjee. Let us listen as Alice reads Psalm 103 in which David describes the blessing of God's compassion in his life and calls us to join him in blessing God too. We have this opportunity to experience his compassion in our lives just as David did.
2: Psalm 103, a psalm of David. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbour his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve, or repay us according to our iniquities. He remembers that we are dust. The life of mortals is like grass. They flourish like a flower of the field. The wind blows over it and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But from everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear him and his righteousness with their children's children with those who keep his covenant and remember to obey his precepts.
3: Sunday of the new year we will be using the words of Timothy Dudley Smith's hymn Lord of the Years to guide us through our prayers of intercession so let us come to God in prayer let us pray Lord for the years your love has kept and guided urged and inspired us cheered us on our way sought us and saved us pardoned and provided Lord of the Years we bring our thanks today
4: loving heavenly father we do indeed thank and praise you that you are a faithful and dependable god our rock and refuge through times of joy and times of difficulty as we begin this new year with all its expectations and uncertainties we take a moment of quiet before you now to share with you our thoughts cares and concerns For the world in which we live, our nation, our communities, our friends and our families.
3: Lord, for our land in this our generation, spirits oppressed by pleasure, wealth and care, for young and old, for commonwealth and nation, Lord of our land, be pleased to hear our prayer.
4: Lord, thank you for the beauty of creation, Forgive us when we do not care for and protect our world in the way that we should. Show us afresh this year how and where we can personally make a difference. Help us to recognise that in doing so, we can also make a positive impact on the lives of others around the world who are often adversely affected and impoverished by our materialism, indifference and greed. God of wisdom and truth. We ask you to inspire and guide our political leaders. Raise up men and women of peace, integrity and courage to lead us in these difficult days.
3: Lord, for our world, when we disown and doubt him, loveless in strength and comfortless in pain, hungry and helpless, lost indeed without him, Lord of the world, we pray that Christ may reign.
4: God of justice, at this time of economic and social uncertainty, we pray for the most vulnerable in our midst, for those who have lost their jobs and are struggling to make ends meet, for those whose family relationships are strained or broken, for those struggling with their mental health and feeling fragile and fearful, for those who are sick, for those who mourn, for those who are simply weary of life. Merciful Lord, be gracious to them at this time. Meet them at their point of deepest need and grant them your peace which passes all of our understanding.
3: Lord, for ourselves, in living power remake us, self on the cross and Christ upon the throne, past put behind us, for the future take us, Lord of our lives, to live for Christ alone.
4: Lord, we want to recommit ourselves to you at the start of this new year. We pray you'd create in us a desire to walk more closely with you, inspire us to encourage, help, care for and support one another. May we see with your eyes, hear with your ears and love with your heart that we may be effective messengers of the gospel of Christ to those around us.
3: Lord, for that word, the word of life which fires us, speaks to our hearts and sets our souls ablaze, teaches and trains, rebukes us and inspires us. Lord of the word, receive your people's praise. Amen.
1: Let me lead you in prayer for our deacons. Father, we thank you for those whom you've called to serve you as deacons in Brighton Road. Thank you for their gifts, their commitment, their willingness to serve, and our fellowship with them. Give them the grace they need, and may your power rest upon them. Give them wisdom, vision, a deep love for you, your people, and this town. And together, may we all be ready to embrace every good thing you have planned and purpose for us in this coming year of returning and renewing. And So in love, we dedicate and commend our deacons to you. Dick, Mary, Ken, John, Sue, Paul, Deborah, Marion, Adrian, Julie, Carol and David. And as they serve you, would you enable them to do so with gladness and may our partnership with them be joyful and fruitful to the glory of your name. For in Jesus' name we ask this. Amen.
5: Ephesians chapter 1 verses 1 to 14 Paul an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to God's holy people in Ephesus the faithful in Christ Jesus grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ for he chose us in him might be for the praise of his glory, and that you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of the truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession, to the praise of his glory.
6: Before we embark on our sermon for the day I'd like to thank Julie Rudd for suggesting that as bonus material we should read Psalm 103. As a young teenager I came to faith while studying David's psalms, and hearing that psalm again brought back some very special memories for me. So thank you Julie. Throughout January and into February we'll be looking at texts from Paul's letter to the Ephesians. To kick off, I thought I should point out that the letter to the Ephesians is fundamentally different from any of Paul's other letters. Its contents and the way it's set out makes it quite unique. What we normally expect of Paul are letters crafted for a particular church addressing its needs for encouragement, guidance, and indeed, Correction. 1 Corinthians stands as a perfect example of mainstream Paul. Chloe's household had reported to Paul that there was quarrelling in the church, and Paul responded with characteristic candour over speaking in tongues, sexual immorality, getting drunk at the communion service, and so on. To the Galatians he challenged those who were resorting to Jewish customs of circumcision and the law. And at Thessalonica, church members were so convinced that the return of Jesus was imminent and that he'd certainly return before the next payday, that they'd stop bothering about going to work. Paul stepped in with correction, telling them bluntly, if you don't work, you don't eat. So where any church that Paul had founded threatened derailment Paul would craft a carefully targeted letter to get it back on track. The letter to the Ephesians is nothing like that. There's absolutely nothing in the document that tailors it to what might have been going on at Ephesus. Rather, it reads as though Paul was setting down key building blocks concerning the faith and Christian life. It reads more like a treatise than a personalised letter. But we don't need to get as far as the main body of the text to discover that Ephesians is unusual. Just the first two verses will do. In our Pew Bibles, the New International Version, it reads, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. So nothing surprising there. But here's the Bible I kept by me as a young Christian. It's now falling to pieces. But I love it just the same because it's packed with early thoughts and cross references. This is a Revised Standard Version and the version of Ephesians I knew intimately started as follows. Paul, an Apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are also faithful in Christ Jesus. In the Revised Standard Version, the letter is headed up Paul's letter to the Ephesians but the letter that follows has nothing whatever to tie it to Ephesus. The text comes from an ancient manuscript that is totally devoid of any reference to Ephesus and it doesn't make reference to a single Ephesian. So what's going on here? In the run up to Christmas, Carol and I have a routine. Each day, we gather up all the envelopes that obviously contain Christmas cards and after our evening meal, we take it in turns to open an envelope. From time to time, we find that when we open a card, an A4 sheet like this drops out. When it happens, we don't flatter ourselves thinking that our friend has laboured to put together all the year's family news exclusively for us. All that information about Rachel starting university, Peter getting a girlfriend or the cats having kittens wasn't honed entirely for us. We know that thanks to Microsoft and the inkjet printer, everyone on our friend's Christmas card list has received exactly the same. Occasionally the letter will have been given that personalized touch with Carol and David handwritten at the top. And that's precisely what accounts for the contrast between the style of Ephesians and Paul's other letters. It wasn't crafted exclusively for the Ephesians. It was Paul's round robin. And the only version we have with a specific addressee happens to be the one he sent to Ephesus. To understand why Paul took this unusual course, we should know that he was in prison. As an apostle, Paul was regularly in prison, but he wrote his Ephesians round robin when he was in prison for the last time, in Rome, having been arrested at a time when Roman politics was getting fraught and Nero was about to emerge as emperor. So this time things were very serious and he knew his future to be in jeopardy. Looking back over his extraordinary ministry, he had founded many churches. And it was quite true that as Paul put it in Ephesians chapter one, verse 13, you heard the gospel. They had heard the gospel, but they hadn't read it. None of the gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John were available or even written. So Paul saw that time was of the essence and he needed to write something down that would nail key themes in Christian faith and Christian behavior. He did so in his round robin. You'll forgive me for smiling at academics who think Ephesians couldn't have been written by Paul because of its uncharacteristic content, style and metaphors. The funny thing is I see the Ephesians round Robin as purest Paul. Although he was in chains, here he's Paul unfettered. He was not having to respond to problems in a church or answer a letter from Chloe. He was starting with a blank sheet of paper and at the end of his ministry he had the opportunity to distill what he perceived to be essence of the faith. Parts of the Ephesians round robin are the nearest we will get to a gospel according to St Paul. Now I've got to come to my point quickly because you're wondering what any of this could mean to us. It might be mildly interesting, but does any of it matter? I think it does for two reasons. Firstly, we should be aware that when we read Paul's letters to his churches, we're normally dipping into other people's mailboxes. But when we read study, and study the Ephesians round robin over the next couple of months, we're not. If we were to take his letter and in verse two, substitute the words to the saints who are also faithful in Christ Jesus, at Brighton Road Baptist Church. I know that from the grave, Paul would be delighted. He even referred to future generations at the end of chapter three. So it's exactly what he intended. And it does have a bit of a ring to it, doesn't it? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Brighton Road, Philippians, Colossians. But most importantly, as we embark on 2021, we face formidable challenges and uncertainty. A new COVID strain, Brexit, unemployment, threats to mental well-being, isolation. We learn from Paul that as he faced imprisonment in Rome, he took opportunity to revise the basis of his faith to praise God. Rejoice in the love that God has shown him in Jesus. Thank him for the hopes to which he had been called. Know the power of God and his mighty strength. Seek to know him better through the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Rest in his election as an adopted son. And we at Brighton Road Baptist Church will do the same. We'll do all these things because we've heard the gospel and we are in Christ.
0: And so, as our service draws to a close, I would invite you to join with me in saying together a benediction. May the God who gave us this year, and the Saviour who walks at our side each day, and the Spirit who fills us with life abundant, grace the coming year with peace, and hope and joy. Amen. And so it just remains for me to say thank you for joining our service today. I hope you found a true blessing and encouragement from our time together. Let me also thank those who contributed to David for bringing God's word to Alice joshua tim carter tim and mary reed and to clementine and finally let me wish you once again a very happy new year starting with a great week ahead thank you and god bless